I'm not a hater. I've got a disagreement. Go ahead. Um, I just didn't, I didn't like the way that, um, I just felt some type of way about the fact that like the civil rights movement made it possible for Beijing's and Sudanese to, you know, become great in this country. And then in the process of that sacrifice, there's like African-Americans that getting shit to go on by the same people that they sacrificed for them to get here. <laughs> Yo, you're funny, bro. <laughs> uh, when did we ever make fun of the civil rights movement or anybody that helped now he's trolling. black people achieve equality in the United States? You you trolling right? Are, are you serious, bro? No, I'm not trolling at all. I'm not trolling at all. I just, I mean, the narrative is that, I mean, y'all don't talk about, you You said that black Americans are lazy, that they're soft, that they're pussy and they're bitches, to put it, to, to, to put it in, in verbatim. Uh, well, that is not verbatim because I and never I, said I, all I, black I, people I, are I, like I, that. I just said the black, the I said the black community likes to take on the victim mindset a lot of the times as to, you know, civil injustices and use that as an excuse for why they're not where they want to be. Which is true. Okay. You can't, you can't sit there and blame systematic racism and all these other stupid ass social buzzwords for why you're not where you want to be. You can't. When you have people that come into this country that don't even speak a lick of English, that end up owning businesses, end up making that money, end up becoming millionaires, etc., and people over here crying about, oh, systematic racism, oh my God, no, this is fucked up, I don't, I don't quit the same opportunities. You got people coming here from China, from Africa, from foreign countries, they can't even speak the language, and they figure it out. What's your excuse? That's all I'm saying. But what I am saying is that we can't sit here and cry about the past, about what happened. We got to become better and understand that we have, we got to look at the opportunities that we do have versus what we don't have. And people, people like to use that as an excuse for why they're not where they want to be. And I'm here to say that's fucking bullshit, bro. That's bullshit. I'm a victim. Like we really got to get out of this victim mindset because here's the thing. I'm telling y'all what the other races think about us and they laugh behind the scenes. They ain't going to tell you that though. But if, if someone's got to tell the uncomfortable truth, I, it ain't going to be white people. I'll tell y'all right fucking now. White people in the background, they laughing. Yo, these fucking black guys, man. Oh, these black people, all they do is cry and complain. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, they're buying more Jordans. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, they're buying more designer. Ha, 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 ha. Like they're laughing at you niggas, bro. Because they look at it like, yo, um, these fucking guys, all they do is cry and complain about their situation and they don't necessarily want to be better, blah, blah, blah. And they just laugh about it. They just, they'll never say it out in public, of course, because they don't want to be called rap racists or bigots or whatever. But I'll call it out because, yo, too many people have a victim fucking mindset. I'm saying what a lot of people wish they could say, but they can't because they're not colored. So they can't say this shit. You can't talk on black community situations because you ain't black. Um. Okay, if I'm not a mathematician, I can't say one plus one is two? No. 
We got to operate in objective reality here and pull our fucking feelings out of it. A lot of people are living in poverty that happen to be colored because of their own fucking choices, not because of the color of the skin or where they grew up socioeconomically or anything else like that. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all niggas. I dealt with all the same shit you did. And I'm not going to sit here and cry about, oh, systematic oppression, all this other fuck shit. Stop being a fucking pussy, man. That's what it comes down to because I've suffered the same shit you guys have and I chose not to. Matter of fact, I could I have even more excuses because not only did I get it for being black, I also got it for being Muslim. I also got it for speaking Arabic. I also got it because the way I look. So I was being made fun of, being called a fucking terrorist on one end and then also being called a fucking black on the other end and being made fun of for being both. So I don't want to hear no fucking excuses. Okay? Because if the KKK comes after me, they get like a double kill. Triple kill. <laughs> Y'all niggas over here crying. Oh my God. Oh, this is fucked up. You're not even black. Shut the fuck up. Because the same people that oppress us, the police, the white people, the man, they look at me as black too. The difference between me and you is that I don't use that as a fucking excuse for why I'm not where I want to fucking be. I use that shit as motivation. A lot of you motherfuckers, just quite frankly, you don't got heart, man. You don't got fucking heart. You're a fucking bitch. You're a pussy. You want to cry about your situation. You're out here out fucking living on food stamps. Got Section 8 housing and all this other shit. Why are you going to improve? I'm just chilling. Oh, man, yeah, I'm doing. Fuck out of here, bro. Stop crying. I went through the same shit and I made something to myself. I grew up in a poor household with foreign parents that didn't even fucking speak English. Making $8 an hour. My fucking dad getting robbed by people uh, being a cabbie in New York City. I don't want to hear no fucking excuses. None. That's all you motherfuckers do is cry, bro. That's all they do on fucking Twitter. Well, I'm really black because my parents were here in 1945 and they know Martin Luther King. Shut the fuck up. That's why foreigners come to this country and laugh at you niggas, bro. Real talk. Chinese people come to this fucking country. You know what they do? They open up a fucking Chinese food spot in the hood. The yep, Indian people, yep. they go open up a convenience store in, in the, the hood. hood. The Arabs, they come into the United States. They go put a fucking liquor store in the hood and them niggas can't even drink. They laughing at you, Beauty stupid shops. fucks. Because you guys come into the store. Oh, hey, son, let me get a let me get a pack of Hennessy. Uh, yo, I only got 20 on me right now, bro. I know it's 50, but yo, do a hookah, brother. No, come, come back again with the money. Come they back. laugh at you, niggas. Because you guys were born here with the opportunity and they're making a killing off you stupid fucks because you guys speak English born here raised here US citizenship and you're still a fucking loser going into a foreign nigga store buying the fucking alcohol crying to complain about why you're not where you want to be but you're drunk all the time off of fucking Hennessy that's the truth in the black community that's the fucking truth you choose to be a fucking loser Okay? And I don't want to hear nothing. Because if I get pulled over by the police versus you get pulled over by the police, the only difference is that I'm not going to be a fucking retard. I know how to move. I'm going to tell him, how you doing, officer? I'm going to keep my fucking hands on the steering wheel. I'm not going to call him a fucking dirty pig and sell us other stupid shit. I'm going to walk off with no ticket. Your dumb ass is going to get in trouble. Because you want to sit there arguing with the police and say, defund the police! Fuck the police! Fuck the police! Yeah, 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 yeah! You create your reality based off of how you fucking behave, based off of how you act. Okay? So stop fucking crying about the situation. Yes, does police uh, brutality exist? Yes. Are police biased towards black people? Yes. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to add fuel to the fire and act like a fucking dumbass, pull out your phone and say, oh, you fucking racist pig? They're human beings too. And if they can fuck you over for you acting like an idiot, they fucking will. All right? It's your choice to operate in reality. Don't be a fucking idiot. Don't commit crimes. Don't put yourself in precarious situations. Don't fucking do stupid shit. Don't do drugs. Don't drive drunk. But guess what? That takes what? Accountability. No one wants to be fucking accountable anymore. Day word. It's amazing to me how many of you motherfuckers are fucking soft, bro. Fucking soft. Fat. Triple chin. Looking like shit. Fucking doing drugs all the time. Drinking alcohol. 
not going to school, not fucking getting a job, and you wonder why you're a fucking loser, why the police look at you crazy, because you're not worthy of being fucking respected, and then your dumbass has the audacity, you fucking pig, fuck you, what the fuck do you think's gonna happen, you're disrespecting him, just because he has a uniform doesn't mean he's not human, and if you can't fuck your life up, he will, and that's what ends up happening, because you niggas want to talk, I get it, we have a chip on our shoulder because we're black, act correct, the world isn't fair, man, the world isn't fair, I'm telling you, I've been, I've been profiled too. I just choose not to let it affect my reality. I operate in reality. I understand that I need to be respectful to the police because they're the authority. Damn, man, people fucking cry all the time, bro. My skin color is fucked up. We're the only race of people that fucking cry all the time, bro. I don't see Indian people crying. I don't see fucking Chinese people crying. I don't see Hispanics crying. They fucking come here and work. They don't fucking cry about their situations. Even Africans that are black just like you that suffer the same bullshit, the same fucking racial prejudice, they fucking work. It don't matter if your name is fucking uh, John Jones versus fucking uh, Dikembe Mutombo. When they pull you over, all they see is black skin. So stop trying to fucking separate this shit. You're a loser because you're a fucking loser. Has nothing to do with, you know, oh, just, are you some, some heron or whatever else? Like on fucking Twitter, you guys are out here saying some stupid shit. Oh, well, you're Dominican, so you're not really black, blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. If he's dark-skinned and he's fucking Dominican, it don't matter. They're going to consider him black too. Damn, man. Just accept the fact that you're a fucking pussy and you're a loser and keep making excuses for yourself. But don't sit here and try to say, oh, my God, it's the man. He's holding me down. Fuck out of here, man. Is the caller still on phone? But, but listen, though. What, what y'all not understanding is, see, y'all looking at the situation from, you know, from a foreigner mindset. You know what I'm saying? Because with black people, from a foreigner mindset, denied opportunities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said from from a no, foreigner. No, that's what I'm saying. Yo, and because see, hey, you do realize that just a second ago, like five minutes, not even like three minutes ago, I said that I was born in the United States and I went through all the same exact fucking issues that a lot of african-american men deal with in the united states because i was racially profiled plenty of times too the difference is i just chose not to cry about it i mean i understand that but a lot of black people you know they they get discriminated they get denied opportunities because they have to go through discrimination through housing jobs a lot you know these these situations is real you same know? thing it's here bro same thing here yo yo you call it i went through the same shit call her uh-huh. What is what's the question here, bro? Because bringing up race, bro. I mean, bro, we're past this, bro. Just, what, what's what's the nice topic, bro? Because this is going nowhere. What's the nice topic? No, no, I was just saying that I disagree with that. You know, I mean, I understand what what y'all saying that we got to figure out how to overcome this. Yeah. But, you so know, what's the problem? The racism is real. You know what I'm saying? We never said it doesn't doesn't exist, though. That's what I'm trying to tell bro. you. I want to make this extremely, okay. no, let me make this fucking clear for everybody. I never said racism doesn't exist. I said it's either you're going to be a victim of the racism or you're going to become a somebody through the racism. I choose to become a somebody. I'm not going to let it change my mindset and make me think like, oh my God, I have a disadvantage. God damn. Sheesh. Now, before we get into this, what's good, everybody? If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the Omnius Podcast. My name is the Omnius Drone, a.k.a. Tyrone. If you are a first-time viewer, make sure that you subscribe and follow if you're listening through Spotify or whatever particular platform, and turn on the notifications so that you'll get any next uh, episode that I will put out. So, it's been a good few weeks. I don't know if it's been up to a month, but it's been a good few weeks since I've 
made a podcast episode and my friend shout out to Kiara gave me this idea to talk about you know the expansion of what we consider to be culture and just to break down you know what is culture and why we you know why some people may feel like or perceive that black people in America do not have a culture right now we're going to break down what is black culture but before we get into that I I want to give a special shout out you know to my friend Kiara and I want to give a, a shout out to all the black people who agreed and disagreed with what I had to say um, concerning a insta reel that I made a long time ago I apologize for that <laughs> uh, going on Instagram right now so that I can look at these comments because there was a lot of people who made a lot of comments concerning what I had to say because I said in one of my YouTube videos and if I'm not mistaken it was in the video where uh, it was a video I did a few days ago where a woman was saying that black women don't know how to submit and I believe I said in that video that when it concerns culture you know when it when we're dealing with how we're taught how to love the love dynamic between black men and black women um, how we're taught how to greet one another and stuff like that, you know, and, and then when we see it on television, which that's the illusion, right? That's the Medea. So, you know, it's, it's some people, some of us, we base our love and the way that we talk and greet one another through what we see on television. But aside from that, just dealing with what we practice on an everyday basis, just a general Negro, you know, can we really call that culture? You know, and I, and I put Dr. Amos Wilson in the real because I thought that if I have a scholar, you know, to back me up, an ancestor to back me up on this, that it will get the message through, you know, and I said in my caption, I'm going to read it for you real quick. That my unpopular point of view is that we black people in America do not have a culture. Culture installs a set of standards and a set of people for them to thrive and control their own outlets of education, labor, media, agriculture, wealth, etc. Culture is more than a trend, a slang, or the next Black Panther movie. Culture is about passing down a linear way of, of life and thinking that cultivates the mind, body, and soul of a people. Culture teaches you how to love and who to love culture provides values that you can look back to when it comes to how you treat your own people within that culture and whom to look out for first culture produces your language names religion identity and etc black people love to say that they weren't uh that they aren't a monolithic group of people but for people to have a culture they must be of one mind and of one body with all this in mind what really is defined to be black culture and do we have a culture? So there was a lot of people in the comment section that were just going in. <laughs> um, a good amount of people agree with me and there was a good amount of people who disagree with me. And the most recent picture, uh, the most recent comment that I got was by this woman and she, she wrote a whole essay. I don't even know if I want to read it. Um, I, I still haven't read it yet, but she 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 kind of has the same ideology as everybody else, right? She basically said that the video that I made needs more context, and I thought that I instilled all the context there was to concerning uh, culture 
and talking about whether or not black people in America do have a culture, right? And so getting to this whole topic at hand and, and the reason why I put in the beginning of this podcast with Fresh and Fit. Now, I'm not a fan of Fresh and Fit before anybody tries to assume that. But what he said was true. And I want you to get the message over just dealing with the messenger. All right. And I don't want you to get in your feelings. All right. You know, his delivery was bad. Oh, why he had to say it like that. There's no better way to say it. Literally. There's no better way to say it. When you go all the way back to Marcus Garvey and what he was trying to instill for black people, it was black people that shut him down. It was black people that turned against him. It was black people that, that turned him over to the government and he was in jail for three and a half years. It wasn't a white man. It was black people that turned against him. When it came to Malcolm X and what he was trying to do for black people, it was black people that turned against him. Whether you want to say it was the government or not, I truly believe it was the Nation of Islam. When it comes to Patrice Lumumba, when you're dealing with the Mui Mui, you know, going all, all the way to the motherland. When you're dealing with the people who who were, you know, CIA and informants in the, in the Black Panther Party. It was our own people. You know, and whether you want to say that that has to reflect on culture or not, that's arguable. You know, of course, you know, when dealing with the government, a lot of things can be influenced. A lot of things can be, you know, uh, sabotaged, you know, dealing with the Black Wall Street and Wo Rosewood and many other cities that were burned down or bombed by the U.S. government. Nonetheless, the way that we went about things after that, after the Black Power Movement, after the Black is Beautiful Movement, after Power to the People Movement, where did the culture that we say that we have or that we have go you know when when it comes to culture like i said before it instills a identity in a people it instills a thought process that is supposed to be functional culture is supposed to solve the problems of a of a people culture is supposed to solve the problems of a people and if that culture does not solve the problems of a set of people is that culture relevant you know, you can you can get mad at what Myron said. You know, you can say, oh, he's an immigrant or or oh, he, he don't know what it's like to truly be black or he ain't even black. I heard a man on a podcast a few months ago say. It's not to the point where we have to care about what a white person says. That's not the point. The point is we have to get to a point where what they say about us isn't relevant. They can say what they want. But if it holds truth, if it holds weight, we can say, oh, they ain't got nothing to say about us. Oh, they can't even dance or they can't season their food or they don't even have a culture. Yeah, but through their traditional values and what they pass down to their children, they have been able to sustain a corporation that have been benefiting off of the backs and the work and the labor of black people for centuries. What does that say about you? We're willing to invite anybody to the cookout, anybody in two hour spaces, just because they do the right slang or they can say nigga the right way. What does that say about you? Like when I was talking about with culture, culture teaches you how to love and who to love. Culture would teach you 
that nobody else in this world can can that that nobody else in this world you can build with nobody else in this world you are able to build a foundation a village a kingdom with other than your black counterpart the black man made for the black woman the black woman made for the black man that is a principle that should be instilled in children from generation to generation but we're taught we, we, we teach our kids that love is love love has no color don't 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 judge somebody based upon their skin color and I'm not telling you to but with everything when it comes to culture if you love the culture if you love who you are as black people then you should want to preserve that culture and if you're not teaching your children to preserve that culture some of these uh, some of these parents don't even want to teach their children about race your kids still coming out here picking the, the white doll over the black doll and then wondering where why is this society why are black people like this where's this society going all this type of stuff why we keep seeking validation from white people because you're not passing on to the next generation on what they need to know about themselves Tyler Perry just said that he's not going to teach his what seven or eight year old son about race you're passing on that generational curse what it tells you in your bible my people suffer for lack of knowledge and as long as you continue to withhold knowledge and information and identity and self-love to your children and to the next generation, this cycle will continue. What type of culture is that? What type of culture have we have we given to black people where we have sugarcoated our success, sugarcoated our accomplishments just for white people to feel good about themselves? What type of culture do we practice to where the food that we eat is the number one cause for our death? What type of culture do we practice to where we name our kids Johnny and James and Christian and, and, and Bobby? What type of culture do we practice to where we can only speak English or that we speak English? What type of culture do we practice to where we worship the same God as the people who have oppressed us? In, 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 in previous times who, who enslaved our ancestors what type of culture do we practice really think on that when it comes to black people in culture a lot of us have different cultures we do not have to have what we call a black culture to feel like that we have something yeah we have created a lot of trends we have created genres. We've created styles of food. We've created styles of fashion. That could be something that is a part of a culture. Right? But there's deeper layers to this. Black people all together in America do not practice the same culture. We do not have the same values. We do not have the same traditions. We do not prioritize the same things or seek after the same things in this world. I'm not saying that the majority of us are are dysfunctional to the point where where we're just out here acting like hood hood rats. <laughs> a lot of us are upstanding middle class middle class Negroes. A lot of us know how to cooperate uh, cooperate ourselves like a functional human being. But the traditions and the principles and the things that we pass down to the next generation is what literally sabotages our success and our accomplishments and what we aim to try and be like 
in the times to come. Our culture influences black people to be subservient. The so-called culture that we have influences black children to be subservient, to think or, or rather to obey and conform without thinking. And, and with these kids, you know, with black kids not being taught about who they are and what they are in school, no wonder, no wonder you have certain black kids who don't do good in school, who don't want to go to school. Because they don't see a reflection of themselves in what they do on a 24-7 basis. Children are more at school than they are at home. So if they're being instilled with a particular doctrine or education system by the same people that you claim oppress you, that you claim want to have it out for you, what type of outcome do you expect to get? They are instilling and ingraining this, this system, this factor within them to where they are going to benefit from the labor of your own people, from your own children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. This is what they are instilling in your children in the education system. And, and like I said before, a culture is supposed to influence a set of people to control their education, to control what is passed down to their children. Do we have that? Do we even gatekeep our own culture? We let anybody and everybody become a hip-hop artist. We let anybody and everybody, you know, come to the cookout. We let anybody and everybody be some form of an influence to us. What does that say about us? What type of culture, you know, what type of culture should be praised for doing something like that? It's beyond me. So when, when it comes to black culture, from my perspective, black people do not have what we call black culture. Black culture, to me, is literally black-faced Eurocentric culture. That's what I consider to be black culture. You can say we created these fools. You can say we created this dance. You can say we created this style. Everybody gets stuff from us. You can say all that. I'm not against the food. I'm not against the dances. I'm, I'm not against the slang. I'm not against how some of us, we can get together for a party. We can get together. We can have fun at a, at a festival. But is that all that there is to it? This is why I don't believe in Pan-Africanism. <laughs> no more, at least. I do not believe in Pan-Africanism. That, that's not to say that I don't relate to other black people through different continents and through different cultures because I still see my reflection in them but pan-africanism is like this fake concept of a black utopia to where we think that we can unite all African people all African descended people together that's just not true it's just not going to happen if we think that we can unite all black people in America, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry to tell you this. We think that this is going to happen somewhere down the line, but I do not truly believe that this is going to happen. Even before America came into light, even before the slave trade, we had kingdoms, we had tribes, we had different nations. And some of us went to war with other nations that looked like us. 
I truly believe that by nature, we weren't all meant to be one people. At the same time, that's not to say that we should, you know, aim to argue or to combat or to fight with one another. But we should have mutual respect for one another. But to think that we should all be under one nation, under one type of system, it's going to fall. Tragically. To think that we're going to have this big black utopia system somewhere down the line is just not likely because somewhere down the line there's going to be a rebellion somewhere down the line there's going to be a separation somewhere down the line there's going to be division it just happens it's the circle of life <laughs> i truly believe that we by default are, are tribalistic people and this westernized concept have taught us we have conceived this eurocentric concept of loving everybody Love is love. We're supposed to love everybody. We're supposed to be all one, all come together. And then we take that concept and we'll blackify it. Well, we ain't supposed to be with everybody. We're just supposed to be with all black people. But I'm willing to take that a step further. I'm willing to say that you should create your own clique, your own tribe, your own set, and just be there. Some people might ask, what's the solution to this problem? Save your black ass. <laughs> Mind the business that pays your black ass. You cannot save the nations in the in the in the masses of black people. It's just not likely. No more than you can save the masses alone, despite whatever particular race of people they may be. That's not to say that you should treat people a certain type of way. You should treat people with a mutual respect and you should cast down light to the world. But at the same time, you have to come to an understanding that the masses were made to be sheep and that the system indoctrinates the masses to be sheep and that for us who think the way that we do we are black sheep we are goats we do not conform to this world because we are not of this world we are within this world but we we are not of this world so with us being goats with us being understanding who we are and having knowledge of self it is our responsibility to create our own culture within our tribe to create our own set of rules our own traditional values our own spirituality like i've said in in a video you know a few months back to create our own religion only you can identify yourself only you can can be responsible for who you are in yourself yeah you, you you can talk about the chinese people they but the chinese people did it we can do it too the hispanic people did it we can do it too if the if the the arab people can do it, we yeah we have the capability of building we have the capability of creating uh another black wall street we have the capability of creating another rosewood but will we do it I'm not going to say yes or no, but I'll leave that up to you. But I'll tell you one thing. Culture is supposed to instill that inspiration, that motivation to create another Black Wall Street. So you have to ask yourself, does the culture that you practice, does it influence black people to be for, their, for uh, to be for themselves? 
Does the culture that you practice and the traditional values that you practice, does it encourage the next generation to build for themselves, to be for themselves? Or are they black Americans? Foundational black Americans. <laughs> are you so hell bound with trying to reclaim your land? Or are you trying to find some land and just build your own there? You know? You have to really take a lot of these things into consideration. Is what you practice and is what you value, you know, this so-called culture that you say that you have, is it instilling self-love in the next generation? When you're looking at the masses of black people, are we really practicing that? Or are our, are our priorities straightened? Do we want to build for ourselves? Do we want to do for ourselves? Or are we held bound with protesting? Are we held bound with trying to seek validation from other people? Are we held bound to trying to receive love and equality? All this other type of stuff. What type of culture do we practice? What do we value as a set of people? Because... You cannot tell me and look me in my face that black people in America or black people in general, but just then with black people in America, you cannot tell me that the, the culture that we practice instills self-love, instills uh, a, a mindset to where we put ourselves first, that we say that we're the best in the world. We think that's too egotistical. We think that's being narcissistic and that's being arrogant. No, you're no better than anybody else in this world. That's what we tell our kids. That doesn't do anything for them. <laughs> that doesn't instill love or that doesn't instill a, a sense of pride in them. Everybody has race pride. There's nothing wrong with having pride. There's nothing wrong with thinking that you're the best. You like your favorite rapper. Your favorite rapper be saying, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm the GOAT. All this other type of stuff. This instills a mindset. This instills something in a person to want them to be the best, the best version of themselves possible. Because in their mind, in their reality, they have, they have concluded that they are the best. I was just read, I was just watching um, the Sandman, and they use this beautiful analogy with cats, right? And the cats, uh, this analogy was that the cats ruled the world, and that the 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 humans served them, right? But the humans all came together and thought with one consciousness and they concluded that they were the, the rulers of the world. So when they all came together and was under one consciousness, under one mind, the whole reality shifted. And the and the cats were little and the people grown big and, and then civilization came. And now it was no longer the cats that ruled the world. It was the humans that ruled the world and the cats served them. And so the message that I got from that is that if you control your mindset, if you control the consciousness, you control the world. And that's what they do. They control the consciousness of a whole set of people for them to think a certain type of way. If we were to control our own minds and think of one mind from one set of people to another set of people, from one house to another house, and we was all to be under one thought process, under one mind, that would be powerful. See, we think that we have to have tanks and, and guns and all this other type of stuff to, to, to combat this. 
But it tells you even in your Bible that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and high places. It's talking about the mind. We are in psychological warfare. And if you cannot even combat psychological warfare, these phrases, these catchphrases and these notions that they spew out to you through social media and, you know, just mainstream media. You can't convince me that this culture that you practice is any better. Is the culture that we practice, does this combat what we see on an everyday basis on social media, on an everyday basis on what we see in the U.S. government? Does the U.S. government like black culture? That's a real good question. Because if the culture that you practice is approved and validated by the U.S. government, now we got some issues. Is the culture that you practice a threat to the U.S. government? It should be. Why not? I mean, based upon the history of this government. Does does the culture that you practice, does it instill racial pride? Does it instill, you know, you thinking that you should do for self and be for yourself? If the culture and the concepts that you have and the ideologies that you have within your so-called culture is validated by the same set of people that you claim oppress you, you have a lot of issues on your hand that you need to sort out. So with all that being said, hopefully you got something out of this video. Thank you. Or what I said video. <laughs> it's just this constant talk with YouTube. Uh, but hopefully you got something out of this podcast episode. If you really feel like that this podcast episode and this talk will be very um, informational, inspirational, motivational, to somebody that you may know please share this podcast episode with somebody that you know and love and and y'all can listen to this together and y'all can have a you know a personal and individual conversation between one another um you know just having a one-on-one just dealing with this basis at hand because this is a topic that really needs to be talked about because a lot of us we talk about we do this for the culture we do this for the culture but is the culture that we're practicing this so-called culture is this so-called culture that we're practicing. Does it benefit us? Does it really solve the, the problems that we have today? And will it solve the problems for the next generation? I'll do you one better. Does the culture that you say that you practice, does it benefit you more or does it benefit the other people more? The people that you say take everything from you. Why don't y'all gatekeep this culture? This culture ain't, ain't solidified. You mean to tell me you don't preserve your culture? You mean to tell me y'all just let anybody and everybody take your culture? What does that say about you? Who benefits more from this culture that you say that you practice? Do black people benefit more from this culture or do other sets of people benefit more from this culture? Think about this. Really, think about this. Does this culture that you say that you practice, why is it that more people outside of you benefit from it than the people within why is it that within this culture you're taught to love everybody else but yourself why is that i'm just asking questions i'm just asking questions you know these are things that we have to keep in mind so make sure you share this podcast episode with other people um make sure you follow me on all social media platforms if you do not know it is at the omnius Rome on all social media platforms and make sure that you subscribe to my youtube channel please check out um, some of my YouTube channel uh, videos 
and make sure you like those videos as you watch them as well all right so until next time i'm tyrone and i am